It is truly sad that I destroyed this microphone because the sound quality is absolutely the best. So let's go with it. All right. So today is February 3rd, 2019. Update on the coronavirus. And uh, I'm reading an article from Zero Hedge, who happened to be banned from Twitter. Go figure. They had been publishing a lot of information about the Wuhan coronavirus. And apparently Twitter dropped the ban hammer on them. Because uh, the truth, truth just can't be out there. Uh, a few articles that they put out regarding the coronavirus, uh, one being that the uh, there was a chemist who was working on viruses and bats and studying coronavirus, blah, 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 so many articles. Another, that there are HIV inserts into the virus. The coronavirus is itself not a natural virus. Uh, supposedly, there are HIV inserts rna inserts the way uh our body reproduces dna is through rna uh we do not replicate our dna through dna we use rna and the rna codes and is what creates the dna we we re replicate our dna through rna so i guess in theory and i don't have all my science backed up here i haven't cracked open a book in a while when you have RNA inserts, HIV, what it does is it hijacks that process of you regenerating your DNA, you're, you know, duplicating your DNA using the RNA of the virus. Now you're replicating the virus with the RNA inserts. So this thing is pretty stealth. It's not just a airborne, it's, it's like an airborne HIV, because as we know, when you have HIV, it's not something that kills you right away. Uh, it's something that can will develop over years time it's not an immediate demise from the disease that will ultimately become aids hiv ultimately ultimately leads to aids you do not die from hiv you die from acquired immunity deficiency syndrome otherwise known as aids uh, and all the complications it, it knocks out your immune system so you are unable to fight it's an acquired immunodeficiency syndrome funny enough I had a friend years ago, he was a nurse, <laughs> God, we're, we're talking maybe 15 years ago now, six, 14 years ago, <laughs> I would always say he was out of his mind, but this dude, he was one of the first people to school me on the Federal Reserve, he was one of the first people to school me on, um, yeah, a lot of things, uh, but why, why is he coming to mind right now, because it's just knocking, it just knocked me off course, uh, he would talk about the Federal Reserve, but we, oh, he is the one who gave me the patent and I wish I had them he, he was able to recall this patent number by memory and it is in it is registered on the US patent uh, website but there's a silver sulfur based compound that was used and there was a patent acquired for that when this silver sulfide based injection or I I infusion was administered to HIV positive patients there TD4, their CD4, their T4, I can't remember which type of white blood cell it is again. I haven't cracked open a book in a while. But the designated white blood cell that is lowered uh, in the case of HIV. Uh, 
I forgot the name of it. I wasn't prepared. I do all of these these recordings on improv and based on memory. I don't do any research beforehand except for maybe reading an article, so I'm not always prepared. So the T4, I think it is, uh, white blood cells that were, are lower generally in HIV patients, full AIDS. Well, after this infusion, there's a patent for this. After this infusion, this is like in the freaking 80s or 90s, man, this stuff has been out. Uh, the signs of AIDS or the how would you say the diagnosis of HIV would have to have been reversed because the diagnosis is based on viral load and the declining amount of that particular white blood cell whereas this infusion reversed the process viral load all but disappeared I think it disappeared became undetectable in the bloodstream of these people in addition to their white blood cell increasing back to normal so there was a cure for AIDS there has been a cure for AIDS probably more than one but this one in particular my friend had the um the patent memorized and I looked it up and like I said I would always say yo man you're crazy but no he he spoke a lot of truth way before his time and um it's too bad we lost touch I wonder where he is but the last thing I remember him telling me was like carbon monoxide in his apartment he thought they were trying to kill him <laughs> maybe they did I don't know man but um yeah it sucks either way all right so going to the zero hedge article uh published today Creator of U.S. Bioweapons Act says coronavirus is biological warfare weapon. I fucking called it, people. I called this. We knew. We knew. I knew. I mean, sooner or later it was supposed to happen. Okay, via greatgameindia.com. In an explosive interview, Dr. Francis Boyle, who drafted the Biological Weapons Act has given a detailed statement admitting that the 2019 Wuhan coronavirus is an offensive biological warfare weapon and that the World Health Organization already knows about it. I fucking called it. I told you people. Dr. Francis Boyle. Okay. Dr. Francis Boyle drafted the U.S. domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. That was approved unanimously by both houses of the U.S. Congress and signed into law by President George H.W. Bush. Okay. So he's the creator of the Bioweapons Act that was passed unanimously by the House and the Senate when George H.W. Bush was in presidency. This is 1989. Francis Boyle is a professor of international law at the University of Illinois College of Law. He drafted the U.S. domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. That was approved unanimously. Blah, blah, blah. I already read this. Uh, There was a picture that I was reading the caption, and unfortunately the paragraph said the same thing. In an exclusive interview given to Geopolitics and Empire, Dr. Boyle discusses the corona outbreak in Wuhan, China, and the Biosafety Level 4 Laboratory, BSL-4, from which he believes the infectious disease escaped. No shit. He believes the virus is potentially lethal and an offensive biological warfare weapon or dual-use bio-warfare weapons agent genetically modified mm -hmm, 
with gain-of-function properties, which is why the Chinese government originally tried to cover it up and is now taking drastic measures to contain it. Okay, so I'm going to go and take a guess at what the gain-of-function properties may mean. I have not read this article before. I think that has to do with the RNA, HIV RNA inserts. Again, this could be a virus that people survive initially, but sooner or later may succumb to 10, 15 years down the line because of the HIV inserts, what do those RNA properties uh, have and be, you know, infected in a part of a person's body? Uh, the short term, you have people dying and respi respiratory disease, but what, what does the long term, what does the long term play out? I mean, do these, are these people really in the clear? Uh, anybody who becomes infected, how long do they really have? Uh, days, weeks, months, years? This is a very, it's troubling. It's very troubling. Uh, and it's just something that, again, would have to be answered if it is found out that, okay, it escaped, but uh, I'm still not fucking taking a vaccine for it. I'll tell you that much. I have what I have in my arsenal. And um, for me, I'm willing to take that chance because I don't know what the fuck they're going to come out here and try to uh, shoot us up with. And God only knows what. So apparently the Chinese were have cured some people with anti-HIV drugs. So uh, going back to what I was saying before about silver, I believe that silver is extremely important in terms of preventing you from getting the infection. Uh, colloidal silver is my go-to. I spray my nose, I spray my throat, I freaking spray my ears if I feel something lingering around my sinuses. And I honestly can say it's been many, many, many years since I've needed any kind of antibiotic. It's been many, many, many years since I've come down with any kind of respiratory illness. And I walk amongst plague carriers as a healthcare worker, former healthcare worker. Every time I think I get away from it, I'm always back in it. But I have been exposed to some shit. And I have to honestly say that the colloidal silver is... Uh, is one of the tricks okay so if there's anything left if anybody is listening and uh, shout out to algeria pakistan and turkey and all these people who actually are listening from outside of the country thank you if you do return and um if you do if you do know of a source of colloidal silver usually you can get it online uh you know get yourself uh, don't get that fancy 10 you know that overpriced 10 part per million bullshit Get yourself a brand called Silver Wings or Source Natural. They're cheaper, uh, last longer, the part per million. Fucking shoot for the stars if you want to dilute it. Get the most money's worth. You can get 500 part per million and dilute it down. Just make sure it's pharmaceutical grade and two nanometers, I believe, uh, in size. And you should be good. Uh, and in addition, definitely stock up on Andrographis. That is an antiviral. You can start taking that ahead of time. I don't know if Epicor will do the trick. Epicor is usually for common colds. It sounds like a next level. Obviously, it's a biological weapon event. So, I would make, with all the things, the recipes, I'm sorry, ingredients in the previous coronavirus post, all that shit you put together in a mason jar and you let that fucker fer ferment. Everything that I listed in the previous post. And you let that shit ferment for I don't care how long. Just make enough, make a big enough jar, add enough of those ingredients. You could take a tablespoon of that a day and just bust all that crap out of your system. Um, let's see, andrographis. I think I mentioned oregano oil too. Again, 
a lot of things, a lot of respiratory infections will attack you in the throat, the nose, the sinuses. If you pop yourself a nice gel cap of oregano oil, real hardcore stuff in your mouth with a little bit of water, sure, you'll feel like you're going to die for a minute, but you just cleared out some serious infectious stuff. So no pain, no gain. Back to the article. Okay, so he believes the virus is potentially lethal. Oh, sorry, we talked about the gain of common function properties, which is why the government, Chinese government originally tried to cover it up and is now taking drastic measures to contain it. Okay, the Wuhan BSL-4 lab is also specifically designed, designated World Health Organization Research Lab. Oh, okay. And Dr. Boyle contends that the WHO knows, World Health Organization, knows full well what is occurring. Of course they do. Dr. Boyle also touches on Great Game India's exclusive report, Coronavirus Bioweapon, where we reported in detail how Chinese biowarfare agents working at the Canadian lab in Winnipeg were involved in the smuggling of a coronavirus to Wuhan's lab from where it has it is believed to have been leaked. I'm just curious why they would bring it all the way from Canada to uh, the lab. But maybe that was the original coronavirus that they brought from Canada. And uh, they brought it to Wuhan, China. And it's interesting because you could actually buy bi- biologicals, not weapons, but you can buy biological infectious agents. Uh, unless I check on the internet, if you like a laboratory and stuff like that, things that you want to just uh, use or experiment with, I guess, uh, being a researcher. But there are things uh, to some degree that could be potentially pathological agents that you could buy online. So I don't know, but obviously not the coronavirus. So they brought it from Canada where it was, I guess the regular old coronavirus and uh, the Chinese amped it up a bit okay so there's an interview video we're not gonna watch the video we're gonna continue reading the article dr. Boyle's position is in stark contrast to the mainstream media's narrative of the virus being originated from the seafood market which is increasingly being questioned by many experts they always have some kind of bullshit excuse in the beginning before people start dying Recently, American Senator Tim Cotton of Arkansas also dismantled the mainstream media's claim on Thursday that pinned the coronavirus outbreak on a market selling dead and live animals. In a video accompanying his post, Cotton explained that the Wuhan wet market, which Cotton incorrectly referred to as as a seafood market, has been shown by experts to not be the source of the deadly contagion. Cotton referenced the Lancet study which, yeah, there's, there's no way, <laughs> the way that it's spreading, it's obviously something called droplet precautions. We had different types of precautions as healthcare workers in the hospital. Uh, droplet precautions would be somebody who has pneumonia, blah, blah, blah. They sneeze, they cough. So you want to wear, obviously, a mask, gloves, uh, not so much a gown, but it, it, it wouldn't hurt. And then, I'm trying to think, contact precautions, I think. That was gown, glove, and mask. It's been a while. It's been a while. So there are certain levels of precautions that a healthcare worker would take for a sick patient in terms of the level of severity or the level of contagion, uh, contagiousness. And uh, I, I mean, if you have a person who has a virus, a flu virus, I mean, you could you could gown, glove, and mask all the hell you want. Uh, it's not going to make a difference because if that person's shedding and coughing and sneezing, it's just all over the surfaces. It's all, it's everywhere. It's on the remote. It's on the bed. It's on the phone. It's in the air, depending on how sick the person is. And then you go, even if the person is not hospitalized, they're saying that these people who are infected are infectious. Um, 
I believe the term would be a vector, an uh, agent, a uh, carrier of inve infection. Again, it's been a while since I cracked open the book. Yeah, I believe it's a, a vector because uh, that would be a carrier and that would that could include insects, but uh, I'm not 100% certain. I kind of forgot. So you have carriers who are not contagious, but I'm sorry, uh, not showing any outward symptoms, but they are contagious. And these people are the people that you run into at the bank and the supermarket and online and you know wherever the hell you go at the, the drugstore a lot of people right you're sick you go to the drugstore you go to the doctor the doctor's office the hospital they're fucking everywhere they're everywhere unless you know uh, everywhere but your house unless you unless you let them in <laughs> so this going out in public airplanes buses mass transit you have air that's being breathed in, in a very small confined area um schools yeah, yeah, of course it's going to spread. This is this seems to be like a droplets precaution type of thing. You're dealing with a respiratory illness. And then they're just trying to claim, oh, you know, you can't get it that easy. They're lying. They're lying. Okay, so he says that they're not related to the seafood market or the, the crazy animal. Right, right. You know, he was able to see right through it. Cotton reference a Lancet study which showed that many of the first cases of the novel coronavirus, including patient zero, had no connection to the wet market. Exactly. Exactly. Not all those people didn't need dead bats. How many people they got now dying? Hold on one second. As of today, February 2nd, we have a total death toll of a 425. Okay. And then the death toll climbed 18% overnight. So the total confirmed cases tops 20,000. And now there are 171. 329 cases under observation. This is interesting. See, I, I have no fear reading this. I have zero fear. I'm actually quite fucking excited, to be honest with you. Because I knew I'd be alive to see this shit play out. And I really just want to see this shit play out the way it's supposed to. Sorry, people. But, um... This is, this is, this is what it is. Uh, sorry for the people that died. People die every day. We're all going to face it. And, um, yeah, unfortunately you died at the hands of a mad scientist. And I hope that there's justice for you. All you people that have come down with this bioweapon. I hope that there's justice. And I hope that, um, the next few months, I don't know. We'll see. I had a dream about this many, many years ago. And, um, I know by May, by May, there was nobody around. And I remember looking through my brother's house, and it was empty. And there was, uh, dead animals in the street. Nobody was around, and I was just kind of snooping through my brother's house, trying to find water, but he wasn't there. Nobody was around, it was just me and the dead. It was a boar, weird enough. I don't know what that symbolized, uh, a dead boar in the street. Where the hell would a boar come from? Not in my neighborhood. Not, not from where I live. But either way. It was vacant. It was warm enough. There was no heat. No electricity. No water. The house was warm enough. But it was around May. I would judge. It was warm enough. But, um, you know, not having heat. But having had the sun warm up the house. Uh, naturally, I was rummaging through just looking for water and I remember having that dream years ago and just seeing that time 
and seeing if I would be able to. Certain dreams do come true. I'm wondering if this is one of them. Sometimes it takes many years for them to come true. Sometimes it takes a few days. Um, I don't know until it happens. All right, so back to the article. Such concerns have also been raised by J.R. Nyquist, the well-known author of the books The Origins of the Fourth World War, The Fool and His Enemy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So he gave three different data points for making the case analyzing in analyzing the coronavirus. He writes, the third data point worth, worth considering Okay. He has the journal Great Game India has published a piece called titled The Coronavirus Bioweapon. How China stole coronavirus from Canada and weaponized it. I mean they're pretty quick to come out with a journal about this. The authors were never clever enough to put Khan's viro virology journal article together with the news of a security breach by Chinese nationals at the Canadian P4 National Microbiology Lab in Winnipeg where the novel coronavirus was allegedly stored with other lethal organisms. Last May, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police were called to investigate. By late July, the Chinese were kicked out of the facility. This is last year. Um, the chief Chinese scientist, Dr. Ziang Guokui, was allegedly making trips between Winnipeg and Wuhan. Here we have a plausible theory of the NCOV organism's travels, first discovered in Saudi Arabia, then studied in Canada from whence it was stolen by a Chinese scientist and brought back to Wuhan. This is like something out of a fucking movie. Like the statement of Taiwan's intelligence chief in 2008, the great game India story has come under intensive attack. Okay. Whatever the truth, the fact of proximity and the unlikelihood of mutation must figure into our calculations. Yeah, I mean, you got some crazy shit. If you have RNA inserts, HIV RNA inserts in there, it's not something from nature. It's highly probable that the 2019 NCOV organized is, organism is a weaponized version of the NCOV discovered by Saudi doctors in 2012. Hot damn, it took them only seven years to weaponize it. I'm sure they could do it much quicker now. They have this something called CRISPR technology. Craig Venter, the Singularity Project, when he started, I think this was back in 2000, 2012 or 2014, this man could take the building blocks of DNA and basically at that time create rudimentary bacteria and replicate viruses. God only knows six or seven years down the line what this man is able to do, but he was able to create life out of nothing. Just proteins, amino acids. It's fucking scary, dude. And uh, he has something called the Singularity Project. I don't even want to go back on that website. But yeah, that, that's a total game changer because now they have genetic and genome sequencing. They can do whatever the fuck they want now. There's a Japanese scientist years ago who he was created a virus that was stealth, virtually undetectable to the human immune system. Completely unethical, completely dangerous. And the question was why? Why would you create a virus that's completely undetectable to the human immune system? You have people harvesting black death from exhumed bodies from, like, black death plague. They were able to replicate it in the lab. Now they have the black death. They brought it back to life. Why? Why? I mean, it's just crazy shit that these scientists do. And uh, they're lauded as, who the fuck knows, heroes or whatever. They're scary people. And while everybody runs around and, you know, eats their chips and eats their hot wings at the Super Bowl, there are mad fucking scientists out there tinkering in their lab creating ways to kill you dumbasses wake the fuck up all right 
Meanwhile, the mainstream media's narrative still maintains that the origin of the 2019 coronavirus is the Wuhan seafood market. Yeah, give it up already, mainstream, lamestream media. After Great Game India published a story on coronavirus bioweapon, not only were our database tinkered with and our reports blocked by Facebook, of course, on the flimsy reason that they could not find Great Game India Facebook page, but the report itself was viciously attacked by Foreign Policy magazine. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Zero Hedge, they, man- they mentioned Zero Hedge. In retaliation, India has lost a f- a launched a full-scale investigation against China's Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, India, man. They're not too far away from China. So they have very high population and very poor sanitation. A lot of shit goes down over there. So once it lands in India, it likely will rip through them as well, that country. All right, so... We're just talking about the going back and forth with how the Indian government has ordered an inquiry into the study conducted in the northeastern state of Nagaland, close to China, by researchers from the U.S., China, and India on bats and humans carrying antibodies to deadly viruses like Ebola. See, the cool thing was that these researchers were focusing on bats so much. The reason why they were focusing on bats uh, is because bats are able to carry all of these different viruses and not succumb like humans do like they have this thing in their immunity that is able to just keep all of these things in check so the bats are full of diseases man they're full of viruses and um they're studying like what makes their immune system so special that's where the focus on the bats are but you know i mean to say oh you know got bit by a bat and got ebola i think somebody gets bit by a bat with all these viruses they get a shit ton more than the coronavirus but it's just a cover because they were using the bats to figure out what the hell is the deal with the immune system what makes their immune system so special to carry all of these pathological organisms and not again just croak like we would as humans as the author J.R. Nyquist puts it we must have an investigation of the outbreak in Wuhan the Chinese must grant the world total transparency the truth must come out if Chinese officials are innocent they have nothing to hide they are guilt if they are guilty they will refuse to cooperate simple enough the real concern here is whether the rest of the world has the courage to demand a real and thorough investigation. We need to be fearless in this demand and not allow economic interests to play a coy and dishonest game of denial. We need an honest inquiry, and we need it now. I don't think questioning is going to change anything. I mean, if the, if, if the demon's out of the freezer, uh, this is going to play out, and this is going to play out, and uh, we're just going to have to see what this turns into, and maybe... Maybe it's our time. Maybe it's not our time. There's a lot of things going on in the world. This is one thing to look at. Last I checked. Last I checked. We're East Coast, West Coast. They're going crazy over here testing every person who has the sniffles. Just prepare yourself. Prepare yourself, people. Because if this is a bioweapon, even my salty little remedies might not even work. But I don't give a fuck. I think, uh, I, think I was given certain knowledge for a reason. And you have the privilege of taking this knowledge with you and maybe hopefully increasing your chance of survival. Uh, We'll see what happens.
I haven't the slightest idea if this microphone is still going to work. I just kind of pulled it out, and it looks even worse. It looks even worse. <laughs>